Hello folks, welcome to another episode of Beer, Baseball and Binds. I'm Steve Carpenter, Chief Supply Chain Officer for Yakima Chief Hops. And our special guest today is Ben Smith, the head brewer from Surly Brewing in Minnesota. Welcome back to the show, Ben. Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to, good to chat with you. I know we uh, chatted a couple years ago, and uh, things have uh, changed a little bit since we last talked. Are you guys having <laughs> to deal with this uh, pandemic thing that everyone's talking about like we are? Yeah, you know, it's been it's, it's been, <laughs> been kind of a nuisance, but uh we're we're doing all right. Um honestly, we're we're still putting quite a bit of beer out the door, uh mostly in package obviously. We're not doing a lot of draft, but our volumes are about where we expected it to be, which is kind of crazy thinking that you know, normally we'd be about 40% draft and we're doing a lot of volume with 0% draft right now, which is a good problem to have from uh, logistics getting stuff packaged making sure we have enough cans and all that stuff in-house um the biggest hit for us has been hospitality i think um, i'm not sure if you've been out but you've i know we've got a pretty big uh beer garden beer hall here where we can get a couple thousand people through the door on a, a normal weekend so that's been a big hit not having that open we're we're back open again so we've got um limited capacity so we're slowly uh getting people back out and our, our hospitality team has done a phenomenal job of having a kind of a COVID plan in place. You know, everyone's wearing masks both on uh, staff side and also for our guests when they're not eating or drinking. And uh, the nice thing about having such a large space is we're able to space people out um, quite a bit. So it's well over six feet uh, from table to table. And uh, it's, it's been a challenge. And um, I guess the, the silver lining there is really has always been able to kind of rise to the challenge, whatever it's been. So, so we're going to get through it. Um, it's you know not an ideal situation, but we're lucky to be uh, making a lot of beer. Our production staff has been, uh, for the most part, um, kept whole. We lost a lot of our hospitality team. We have some other folks that took furlough uh, on more of the administration side, but it kind of is what it is. Everyone's dealing with it, and we're happy to be making beer still. Well, that's good to hear. That's, I think, a fantastic testament to the product you're putting out, that you're able to get uh, more package product out the door. And uh, I, I would bet that the uh, uh, the brewery tap customers are going to start uh, f- uh, funneling themselves back as uh, things open up. Now, are you guys limited to the a percentage of your capacity at this point, or is it just so many people that you can let in? We're, we're limited to 50% capacity, um, which, which for us is a pretty decent amount. And so we've, we've kind of made our own kind of, uh, judgments about what's acceptable within that capacity. And and, and again, our our group's done a great job of, of keeping people safe, but it's, you know, far from the days of, you know, we've got the big communal, um, beer hall style seating. So that, that doesn't work in COVID, unfortunately, but we're, we're, we're making do and, our chefs took, you know, we were shut down for a few months, and our chefs actually took the time to come up with a brand new menu, did a lot of R&D. So, um, you know, again, they kind of did what they could to, to come up with some new items, and, and obviously the beer is, is, has been great. So uh, it's, it's it's nice to see people back in the beer hall. It's, it's weird when you're in the brewery and no one's out in that space. Um, mm-hmm. So it feels a little bit better now. And, and Minnesota's still, um, you know, we're seeing some, um increase in cases but nothing like we've seen in florida and texas and california so we're still on the right side of of everything and that obviously that could change any any day but we're we're hoping that minnesotans can kind of keep that uh 
Minnesota nights going and, and wear their masks and everyone can just kind of be safe. So, so yep. far, so good. Yep. You know, it just seems like there's certain states where you can kind of expect people to do what's right and not worry too much. And there's others that uh, you need to worry a little bit more about. But uh, <laughs> uh, certainly the folks I've known from Minnesota are people that can kind of think for themselves and do the right thing. So that's great that you'll be yeah, able to yeah. do that. And uh, so thank you for sending some beer. I know we've got some Axeman IPA here. I just cracked open a can and poured a little bit out here. And also some one-man mosh pit. Tell me tell me a little bit about Axeman. I can tell from the aroma it's, it's got a little bit of citra in there. Yeah, so we've been making Axeman now for some time. It was originally a, a collaboration with Amigo in Europe, but we've kind of taken it on as a, a core year-round IPA. Um, Kind of a pretty pretty straightforward malt bill. It's just uh, mostly Golden Promise malt, and then the hops also pretty simple. It's just a uh, 50-50 uh, Citra and Mosaic, so mm. it's just a big hop bomb. It's kind of uh, just a slight haze. It's not a hazy IPA, but it was. Uh, uh, it's been around since you know before that trend. But it, it can kind of be like a little brother to the hazy. It's still pretty juicy, pretty tropical. Um, you know, a decent amount of bitterness. Uh, so, but not quite like a West Coast style. Um, sure. But just a really nice beer. It's done really great for us. It's it's uh, our top, uh, you know, five or six brands. Um, so so that beer is just kind of a classic. And it's again the the simplicity of it's kind of the the beauty of it too. It's yep. there's nothing much to it. It's just real good hops, real good malt, and and that's about it. I just had a sip. It's an excellent beer. I like that citra mosaic combination. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, they they just work well together. Yep, they play play well together in the sandbox. Uh, that's for sure. Now, it seems like last time that we talked, you guys had a beer called, uh, was it Cut, I want to say Cut Down IPA? Cut Down, yeah, with our uh, friend uh, Glenn Perkins. Glenn Perkins, uh, former yeah. Former all-star Twins pitcher. Yeah. Um, and, and he's I, also a huge craft beer guy. Sure. He, he was actually a home brewer, and I think you shared with us that he modified that homebrew uh recipe and and that was the uh uh, the idea behind cut down is that still a beer that you still make uh we haven't made that one in a while that one was a a fun collaboration we actually made it for the minnesota state fair um and that's kind of where it debuted but yeah we took a kind of a recipe from glenn's and kind of scaled it up together and uh real nice beer we actually did a another beer last year for the state fair and we were playing the state fair which has since been canceled so we still keep uh keep in touch with glenn and he's been up to the brewery a few times nothing lately obviously since uh, the pandemic but uh he usually comes out and, and hangs out and helps us brew every once in a while yeah. um we call him our favorite intern uh, but he's a real <laughs> nice guy um Seems real, like real just uh interested in the process you know hands-on wants to just kind of see what we're doing and, and has a lot of good feedback and just a fun guy to, to have a beer with. So sure. hopefully that, you know, once this is all over, we can, we can get back and brew another beer with him again. Yeah. And, and he was a Minnesotan through and through, if I remember right, because he, yep. uh, didn't he go to the U- university of Minnesota and then, and then, uh, yeah. he, I think he was with the twins his whole, whole career. Correct. Yeah. He's yeah. a Stillwater native. So he pitched for Stillwater in high school and then went to the U of M and, uh, went to the twins from there and finished his career with the twins oh, and that's great still lives down in lakeville so yep. um just a just a great guy yeah that's awesome so let's talk a little baseball you guys uh are you guys excited as i am that uh, we're actually going to get to play a little bit of baseball here in another week or two 
Yeah, it's going to be a little weird, a 60-game season. There's a lot of nonsense kind of going back and forth <laughs> between the owners and the players, but I'm glad they figured something out. Yeah. Um, I'm bummed because, you know, I was hoping for a full season with probably the best Twins team we've had since the 80s, honestly. Um, but we're hoping that we'll still still get some excitement. Um, a few scares here with uh, Buxton going down, but it sounds like he still thinks he's going to be at opening day, and Sano's back. He, he had... Tested positive for COVID, but he's back today and was, uh, I guess, hitting some, some bombas at the at the field at, at batting practice. So oh, um, we're still hear. positive, and we got Donaldson on the roster this year too, which is a huge pickup. So yeah. hoping that this year is is going to be exciting and 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 not just a kind of a building year for next year, but um yeah it's kind of a bummer we didn't get the full season but and it is what it is i guess well it'll be it'll be a race and it'll be an interesting uh sprint to the finish <laughs> lane here but uh yeah i think on paper minnesota looks like i mean they were in the playoffs last year um yeah, you guys first won. 100 game wins since, yeah you know not, i can't remember the last time i did that so 100 plus um, uh, uh, with the new yeah. manager rocco baldelli right yeah, it was his first year and um, did a great job. He came up from the – he was in the Rays um, uh, coaching team before that, but his first time as a head coach and um, yeah, did, a, did a phenomenal job. Just, you know, probably a little bit of luck and a little bit of talent, but um, just a, a cool team. Uh, a lot of young guys, but a lot of guys stepping up. And, and, and you know, obviously we had that well. Um, so a lot of excitement. The postseason last year was, was a disappointment, but – uh, the Yankees always seem to have our number, but uh, again, this year hopefully we'll we'll see some magic and and see what we can do. But it, it'll be interesting because you know most of our games are the AL Central and then a lot of uh, interleague games, and and that's about it. So it'll yeah. it'll be a quick quick season. It just seems with some of these smaller market teams, the home runs will get you into the playoffs, but you need that five man rotation to get uh, to get very far. But yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, no, I, the thing I love about the twins is, uh, watching Nelly Cruz. That guy is just ageless. He just keeps going. And I, I don't know why Seattle let him go. I, well, I do know why, but, uh, it's all economics and, uh, they, they made the commitment to, to rebuild, but I love him. He, he just, he's got a great attitude. He's great in the clubhouse. And, uh, you talk about a consistent, uh, consistent power hitter. That's, that's Nelly Cruz. No, we, we really lucked out. That was a great decision to sign him, and I think the clubhouse thing is huge, and I think that's one of the reasons why we played so well is he, he kept things loose, and he was a great mentor along with all of the younger guys, and um, hoping that that can continue, and you know, hopefully we can get another year out of him because every year has been his last year, I think, for the couple last years. So yep. um, hopefully short season he's healthy and, and hits well, and we can convince him to come back again. Yep. Well, hopefully, and, uh, hopefully Buxton heals up. That what was that? An ankle? Did he? It ended up being a like a sprained foot injury. But okay. I mean, it, it's funny if you watch the video, he just kind of sits down. <laughs> you can't really tell what happened. <laughs> um, and you know, Buxton's such a great player, but I don't. You know, in the four years or so he's been up in the the majors, I don't know if he's played. You know, combined a full season of games, so he's he's been hurt pretty much every year, and yeah. it's it's a bummer because he's such a talented athlete and a great presence on on and off the field so hopefully he's uh he can bounce back and get get out there for opening day and um get through the 60 game season yeah. and because uh, he's when he's in the 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 game i think i don't remember what the difference was but the win percentage is is through the roof when he's in the game compared to when he's not yeah and i'm convinced there's athletes that just seem to be accident prone i mean <laughs> it, 
uh, I've got a brother-in-law, my, my wife's brother, who grew up, and I don't think anybody in the entire family of five kids had any broken bones or anything like that. And he had like six collarbone breaks <laughs> and a couple broken arms and a wrist. And <laughs> It just seems like some people are that way, and, and hopefully this is the end of the injury bug for Buxton because he is a – He's a guy that every baseball fan loves to play. He's just got, uh, it looks like he enjoys the game. He's got tremendous speed, good defensive ability, and the the hitting seems to be coming around here uh, uh, last couple of years as well. So best of luck to him. Yeah, he's electric. He's he's the guy that gives it 110%, but that's, I think, also why he gets injured because he, he'll, he'll put everything into it, whether he's going to hit the wall or not, and usually makes the play, but uh, hopefully we can keep him healthy this year. Somewhere I was reading, and this was a couple weeks ago, but he and his wife had a son and named him, I want to say, Blaze Jet or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I thought, okay, this guy's going to be a baseball player and he's going to be fast (laughs) because if he's not, they're going to have to change his name. Yeah, he's going to have to live up to that name for sure. It's a lot of pressure. (laughs) Yeah, but... uh, and you'll have uh, Max Kimpler, I assume, out in uh, uh, right field, right? Yep. Yeah. He seems to be uh, somebody that's developing into potential, potentially be a star player as well. Um, it's just uh, – uh, and then Donaldson over there at third base, he's, he's probably a little bit on the downhill side of his career, but still a threat to hit a bomb every once in a while and uh, – uh, that guy, he doesn't get cheated. Those swings he takes, he's he's uh, he's gonna hit it hard someplace. Um, yeah, he's he's gonna be great, and, and again, a good clubhouse addition too. Just like having that veteran uh, yeah. presence in the clubhouse will be great, and hopefully him and and Cruz and you know Kepler and um, you know we got a lot of guys that can hit the ball pretty hard, and and most of them can play pretty decent defense too. Yep. So on paper, we have a again, I think the best team, and you know potentially 30 years so um we'll see pitching is you know always kind of a a question mark and it kind of just depends what happens but um we're hoping that that those guys will will pitch well um yeah so you got you still the ace is still young uh jose uh barrios right yeah barrios um we're hoping he can he can kind of hold up well um Odoriza did a pretty decent job last year, so we can hopefully he'll do well. We got Romo yeah. in the in the bullpen, um, so yeah, we've got a lot of talent. We got some young guys too that can potentially come up and and make a difference. Yep. Um, so that's probably our biggest question mark, but it's still again on paper looks looks great. So if we can keep up pitching and keep our our starters in the game, I mean the sixty game season's gonna you know help the pitchers more than anybody else probably because sure. they can keep their keep their arms fresh and stretch out a little bit more, um, and and hopefully we'll we'll make a difference. Yep. No, that uh, uh, Ken Maeda uh, should be a, a good addition yeah. to the staff as well. And then uh, Rich Hill from the left left side. He's a he's an inning eater. He'll he'll be a a good addition as well. Yeah, he's uh, a tall dude too. He's like six five, which I that's a pretty tall for a pitcher. Yeah. Uh, if he was any taller, I guess they'd have to call him Rich Mountain, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm here all week, folks. <laughs> uh, and then I, you know, I I gotta believe that 
that the Twins are going to be probably at least a co-favorite in that Central Division, won't they? Yeah, I imagine. I mean, to be honest, I haven't kept up too much on what the rest of the AL Central is doing, but um, from earlier in the actual spring training, like it seemed like we were by far the favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's going to be fun to watch. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I just, any kind of baseball is, uh, is going to be a, I mean, that, that's what I'm, during this whole COVID thing, um, you know, we've always had challenges and, and you, you're trying to run a business and trying to do your risk assessment and everything else. And there's always stress that goes with that. But the added stress of COVID, not knowing, I mean, we know more now than we did back in, in March, of course, but, but mm-hmm. not being able to figure that thing out. And then on top of that, not having an outlet like baseball where you can just kind of put your your brain in neutral and yeah. watch some competition and uh, cheer for one side or the other and enjoy the game for what it is. We just, uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've seen that in Minnesota here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I think I have every single pitch memorized of our 1995 game five uh, <laughs> win over the Yankees. Uh, and <laughs> you can only watch yeah. those reruns so long. But uh, definitely they, they'd shown the 91 series, I think a couple times <laughs> in our market. Yep. There you go. We, yeah. The Braves. We've, we've definitely been watching yeah. that. And, uh, um, but yeah, just the, the ability to go out and see a game, you know, we're still not going to be able to actually go to the ballpark, but at least we'll be able to watch some baseball on the TV and listen to it on the radio. And, and yeah, just kind of get away from, from the real world for, for a little bit at least and, and think about baseball, which is, is going to be nice we were just talking about that at work too thing you know, like concerts things that you take for granted like just being able to go to a bar and hear a hear a band play um you know when's the next time we're going to be able to do that so yeah at least having something like baseball back and you know it sounds like hockey's gonna gonna be back and you know some of that stuff who knows what what football's gonna be but um yeah hopefully we'll at least get get a little bit of reprieve from from the madness so in seattle i don't know if any other ball uh, clubs are doing this in Seattle for $30 you can uh, send a picture of yourself in and they will make a cardboard cutout and put <laughs> that cutout in the bleachers uh, for you so you you'll have your likeness sitting there and then on top of that if a foul ball hits a cutout they'll send the ball to you so that's pretty cool <laughs> I'm thinking about doing that just for the heck of it uh I haven't seen that on the Twins, but I imagine they're probably doing something like similar. I'll have to take a look yeah. at that. That'd be cool. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of a kind of a fun way to be there without being there. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we've got uh, we're doing things a little bit different here at Yakima Chief as well. Um, and uh, for our customers that come out for selection, we're going to offer a virtual selection this year and then also instead of having customers from all over the world coming here for selection we're going to bring the harvest to you guys we're going to have a virtual harvest this year so that's uh, what i understand been working a little bit with the uh, marketing team to to pull that off and make sure it's uh it's going to be a good experience for everybody but uh uh 
it's not ideal. I mean, certainly we much, much prefer that personal contact, but when that personal contact can cause the spread of a communicable disease, we gotta we gotta yeah, plan a little bit different. Not much we can do. Yeah, I've been talking to Steve Thompson about that for for Surly. Um, and you know, it it is what it is, and we're lucky because we've got a great sensory setup here uh, in Minneapolis with our team. And honestly, the silver lining, you know, I can do selection with my small group that you know normally would be out in Yakima, and then. You know, once we've kind of got our selection done, we can we can open up that to the rest of our production team and kind of do some education about, you know, how selection works because we're always limited by budget about how many people we can bring out. So sure. if nothing else, it actually allows us to, to show some of the folks and, you know, some of my shift brewers and, and some of our other uh, lab folks and quality folks that, that wouldn't have the opportunity to come out. At least they can kind of see what uh, selection is like and some sense in terms of just like rubbing hops looking at the cuts and um you know we have some some kind of standards that we look at when we're at selection for for uh different varietals so uh i'm, I'm looking forward to that opportunity to to kind of share that experience a little bit with, with some of our team so yeah. again you know we'd love to be out in yakima i'm gonna miss it um but it wouldn't be the same if, even if we did go out so yeah um and it so yeah yeah no again not that's great to hear, Ben. Uh, it's uh, it's not going to be the same, but I guess the silver lining is that uh, by saving all of that travel expense, we're also cutting back on our carbon footprint and using less fuel and all those good things as well. So um, that makes sense. And I'm, I'm sure Yakima, the city, probably is going to miss out on some revenue, but um, again, it's kind of unavoidable at this point. Yeah. Well, um, we'll do our part to uh, make sure that uh, the same amount of beer gets consumed one way or another. Uh, <laughs> For sure. It won't be quite as diverse of a crowd there at Sports Center, but uh, I'm sure it'll still be a gathering place for the industry like it always is. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll do that. And the, the crop looks good so far. Uh, usually with, with Joe Catron here, he's... Uh, Usually gives us a crop report, but Joe's down in Idaho uh, hunting those uh, Henri male hop plants right now. Um, that's uh, we've had a little bit of extended uh, cooler bloom period, which means that uh, those female cones are subjected to uh, any male pollen that might be out there a little bit longer. So we've got our army of interns out in Idaho today, uh, hunting down male plants and uh, emasculating those uh, dirty buggers so they don't uh, <laughs> uh, mix with our beautiful females because we want the hops that we deliver to you folks to be seedless if possible because seed, seed adds weight without adding any brewing value, and that's, that's not a good thing for any of us. So he's not here, but I did talk to him. Uh, actually, we had a Zoom meeting earlier this morning, and uh, he says that the crop in Idaho looks good. Um, I was down there three weeks ago, and it looked like uh, things were a little bit behind what they were here in Washington. But he says things are catching up. Uh, they've had a good uh, couple weeks of uh, good warm weather, and uh, the hops have responded. And uh, now we just uh, sit back and... and take a look at what the bloom looks like and we should be able to come up with a pretty good guess on what what the uh overall crop's going to look like this this year but uh 
Uh, disease pressure seems to be manageable. Um, we're heading into the period of time where mites are starting to chew on things a little bit, but uh, uh, so far I think we're it's shaping up to be a good quality crop, and uh, we'll, we'll see where the what that means in terms of of yield and total pounds. So yeah. Well, it sounds great. Um, yeah. yeah, it'll be weird not being out in the field this year, but uh, we're looking forward to, to selection either way. Yep, we'll uh, we'll do our best to bring the experience to you. And uh, I I was talking with Kevin Souls, our uh, director of marketing, uh, a couple days ago, and he was kind of giving me an idea about what what they're doing. And uh, our marketing department has got very creative with uh, how we can do that and make it a good experience for you folks as well. So. I'm excited to see how that turns out. Um, That's great. So. I think you guys are set up well too, because you've done the, you know, you've added the the uh, digital platform for selection. Um, mm -hmm. So even if you're not doing that in house, it's even just having that technology available. I think is is huge. You guys have been kind of in front front of the pack on on that side of in terms of, of how we're actually doing selection. So good. obviously that's pretty easy to to translate over to to our house. Um, too so so and having like the data to be able to look back and see what we did last year and the year before that at, on that platform is pretty cool so it's a that's a that's a big bonus i think too for for yakima chief yeah it's great to know good to hear ben uh, you know you guys do a pretty significant amount of uh fresh hop beers too as well right we have in the past we're not doing one this year just okay. because of just the the climate and everything else like just yeah. Not knowing what to expect, so that was one of the ones we actually cut from the the calendar this year. Uh, I mean, that's a it's a pretty small drop. It's pretty labor intensive, and it's pretty. Um, let's just say we don't we don't make a good margin on that one. It's a fun beer to make, but um, when we were looking for some things to cut, uh, that was kind of the the first one to go. So it's a fun project, and the brewers love it. But yeah. uh, we'll take a year off and come back next year. Yeah, well, good. However, we can help out there. Let us know. I know we're. We're all disappointed here in Yakima because just uh, within the last week or two, they announced they would not be having uh, the famous Fresh Hop Ale Festival uh, this yeah, year. Yeah, it's got to be a bummer. Uh, that's always just such a wonderful time of the year. Generally, har harvest is over, and uh, the brewers are just making these absolutely amazing Fresh Hop beers that you get a chance to taste and enjoy with a... A sense of accomplishment for getting the the crop in the barn, uh, but uh, uh, it's something we'll have to do without this year, and hopefully make a good run at it and make up for it next year. <laughs> yeah, bring it back better, bigger and better than ever, right? Exactly. So hopefully by this time next year we'll be on the other side of all this and be able to have some fun and celebrate. Yep. Well, we 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 hope that's the case. We're really happy to hear that uh, you're. Uh, at least your package products uh, are doing well for you, and and uh, if you're doing well, that means we're doing okay too, because we're <laughs> we're working through this. Uh, we've had obviously the uh, the little curveballs of having to put up glass uh, partitions between our cubicles, and uh, uh, we're really good at social distancing. Uh, some are a little bit better at wearing masks than I am. But uh, <laughs> there's just a lot of things uh, we've done, and we've been lucky as a company to be able to, you know, minimize uh, any COVID uh, incidences. And 
And really, Yakima has uh, we we've kind of made the the news uh, for having such a high percentage of incidents over a period of time, but our numbers have really come down significantly. We're in a a place where uh, we're heading in the the good direction, and the rest of the state's kind of seeing a little bit of uptick. Um, yeah, but, uh, well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I definitely saw some some reports a few weeks. Sound like you were able to. Everyone was able to kind of figure it out and do what yeah. they needed to do to to get out. Yeah, it's uh, the numbers are heading in the right direction. So we hope this thing is over. Uh, we hope that uh, the folks that are working to make a vaccine that some of those folks are successful and uh, uh, we we don't have this issue again because it's just no fun to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a disaster. I remember when we were back in yeah was it. February, I think we were seeing on the news, and it's kind of oh, that's that sucks. That'll never happen here. Within a month, it was different stories. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like it's been about five years since then. But <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, but everyone uh, is is positive here, and I think uh, we're all hopeful that we'll we'll get through the other side, and things will be um, not necessarily back to normal, but at least uh, back in uh, the right swing of things, and yep. folks will be be able to go out and. and see their friends and family and and have some fun and drinks together so that's what it's all about and i've said it before on this podcast uh not sure when it's going to end i think we're getting close to that time and beer and baseball are going to lead the way out of this i'm just sure of it (laughs) so ben thanks so much for joining us today we really appreciate uh, you spending some time with us we appreciate surly as a, a great customer keep making great beer and uh whether you're watching baseball or, or brewing, we wish you nothing but great hops. Oh, thanks so much. Same to you guys. So we look forward to be back out there hopefully next year. All right. Let's uh let's sit down and have a beer when that happens, Ben. Sounds great. It's thanks. Have a good one. All right, you too. All right, bye bye. Mm-hmm.